Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media. We are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network going live every weekday morning at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Also hit us up and follow us on Twitter and Instagram where you can find the links to the show on those uh, platforms. Also TikTok for some of that new training camp coverage that we're going to have coming out uh, two weeks from today is when the Titans players report uh, for training camp. So that's good there. Also got to thank our sponsors because they truly do make it happen for our show and they help out you guys. Wilson County Hyundai, make them a part of your new car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or simply WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, BoneandJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Plus, Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans, better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a plan for you, fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. So, hey, Orlando says ciao from Italy. Orlando uh, going international on us. Uh, so, uh, thanks for still watching the show, even when you're on vacation. But uh, here live on uh, this Tuesday, Zach, we're going to go through <clears throat> ESPN.com's compilation of rankings for the best running back in the NFL. So, uh, they've been doing this over the last couple of weeks where they put out their top 10 of each position with honorable mentions and then with others receiving votes where NFL.com polled and interviewed over 50 NFL execs, players, and coaches to come up with their list on who does the league think is the best of the best at each position. So today, we released from Jeremy Fowler was the running back position. And drum roll, blah, 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 blah. Derrick Henry is number one. And so that's, they got that right. Derrick Henry, even after breaking his foot in the middle of last season, missing nine games, then coming back, uh, they still gave him the number one running back ranking. And they talked about how he was still on pace for nearly 2,000 yards before the, the injury happened. And that they're not going to d- uh, doubt him going into this season. So Derrick Henry came in at number one. That's just, I think, Good to see some sanity there where you got like pro football focus and some others who have been doubting Derrick Henry and putting him behind Jonathan Taylor or, or, or somebody like that. Uh, so your thoughts on the King still remaining atop the throne? Well, players and league execs should get this right, right? And, and you said it. He was on pace. What he did before he broke his foot, right? I mean, it's a broken bone. Everybody knows in the history, every, a lot of people have broken bones. I, I've broken a bone. Austin, have you ever broken a bone? I have not. You're the, see, you're unique. That is a unique characteristic of your life. Most everybody has broken a bone, whether it's a finger or a toe or a collarbone. He broke a bone and you can't do anything, especially if you are a running back. You run with your foot. He broke and fractured his foot. And through eight games, it's pretty unbelievable. He had 937 yards. Yeah. And 10 touchdowns. (laughs) I want to add that. And 10 touchdowns. The man had 10 touchdowns through eight games. He had 17 touchdowns the year before. You know, he was doing king-like things, things that we were used to. He was on pace for Mm -hmm. what our our very high standard for Derrick Henry is. And then he did not get the benefit of completing his season. And what happened? Jonathan Taylor came in just like somebody else would do. And somebody else is going to be the rushing champion 
if you go out week eight, right? And so that happened. And Jonathan Taylor was, I mean, he was unbelievable last year. He was very, he was stellar. He helped the Colts get in prime position to make the playoffs. The Jags spoiled that and some other things, uh, you know, late in, in the season for the, the Indianapolis Colts that prevented them from being in the playoffs. But Derrick Henry is the best running back in the NFL. He has been, and he still is. And until he plays a full season and only gets like a thousand yards or 1100 yards and, you know, goes back to maybe year two or the, the, the games prior to that new England game that you like to always reference. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. No, no. Yeah. But that's where they, that's where we stand right now. Derrick Henry's the best running back in the league. And I'm glad the players in the league execs respect and understand that. Yes, for sure. So that's good to see, right? That they got that right. That Derrick Henry is number one. Uh, and then, uh, you know, the, the quote that an NFL coordinator said, it says, I'd still give him one more year at the top. He's the constant for that offense, no matter who's around him. I still trust him to make it happen above everyone else. You can give him the ball 30 times and he won't disappoint, which is true. He's got 55 touchdowns. In his last 51 games. <laughs> I mean, Derrick Henry is putting up Steph Curry numbers in the NFL. But let me stop you there, Austin, okay. because a, a topic of conversation we had after that injury occurred and we interviewed from the Bone and Joint Institute, numerous doctors that talked and, and foot specialists yep. that one of the reasons, and this may not be the reason for Derrick Henry's injury, but that particular Jones fracture occurs sometimes due to overuse, right? And so was that the case? The doctors and the training staff of the Tennessee Titans really have to diagnose heading into this season. The 30 times a game is tr the truth. We've seen that. But maybe that's not the best thing for your thoroughbred, right? Well, and that's it. And it's the whole conversation about do you want to pay running backs because you want to – pay the ones that are worth being paid. And the Titans did that, right? And the Titans also want to get the most out of what they paid the running back. And so you want the guy to carry the load because you're paying him to do so. And it's, but it is a catch-22 because of obviously, you know, the, the potential stress fracture nature of the injury might have but been because he had 350-plus carries the year before and then had – you know, 200 plus carries through eight games this past season before it ended up happening. So that, that's a lot of wear and tear so on Derrick Henry. Listen to this. Yeah. 2019, he had 303 carries in the regular season. 2020, he had 378 carries. That was his 2000 yard season. Yeah. And as you alluded to 219 in eight games, I mean, this man was on pace. <laughs> I mean, he was on pace. He was on he was on pace to break several records, including the most carries in a season with what he did. He also had 26 carries after he broke the bone in his foot against the Colts on Halloween, which is just nuts too. I mean, if and doing quick math on air with my trusty calculator, that is exactly, and this is crazy. 2019, 2020, and eight games into 2021, King Henry had exactly 900 carries. That's wild. I love when math does weird things like that. 900, 900. That, it, through, through really two and a half years, I mean, that's mind-blowing. And it, so 
Well, he, he, I'll he throw, deserves I'll the throw number a wrench. one. I'll throw a wrench in it too, because he also had 83 carries in the postseason in 2019, 18 carries in 2020's postseason, and 20 carries this past postseason. So there's so another over a thousand, over a thousand carries in three years, and he and he missed a handful of games yeah. this past season. Exactly. Yeah, o- over a thousand carries the last three years, including the playoffs, and missing nine regular season. Games. That's Alabama numbers. That's what that's what Nick Saban did his senior year, his Heisman Trophy year. They just give the ball to Derek, give the ball to Derek, give yeah. the ball to Derek. But that happens, Austin, when and and Tannehill. Look, Tannehill is Tannehill. When you don't have that great elite quarterback, he can alleviate the pressure. Maybe that pressure on that foot. You can't alleviate the pressure off of your superstar running back. And Mm. that's, I think, the case of the Tennessee Titans. Now, they had success in those three years. So I can't discredit that. They went to an AFC championship game, and they won the AFC South twice and a portion without Derrick Henry this past season. So it worked. But yes, and, that's and, a lot of carries. Yeah, but Nate's also right here. Nate's burner says he wasn't used a lot in college, which is true. Early in his Alabama career, he wasn't getting much time because they're just churning out first round running backs or Heisman Trophy candidate running backs every year, it seemed like, throughout that era. And then he had the two and a half to three years of backup in the NFL behind DeMarco Murray. And then that third year splitting time uh, with Deion Lewis before he broke out at the end of 2018 and the rest is history. So, so he's got kind of that, those couple things going for him, but still a thousand plus carries the last three years is a lot, but ESPN's uh, interviews of NFL uh, execs, players and coaches still have Derek Henry. Number one. Now, now it's about who's after that. Right. And the one surprising thing that I saw from that, and Zach, you have a great graphic from that is that Derek Henry was not alone in players receiving first place votes for the best running back in the NFL. And that's what the next conversation is going to be. Because we want to ask you guys this question, first off, a little bit blind. Because the question is, how many running backs deserve to be in the same category as Derrick Henry? How many running backs deserve to be in the same category as Derrick Henry that could be argued to be the best running back in the league because, you know, obviously Jonathan Taylor is a name as he led the league in rushing without Derrick Henry last year, but I'm curious to see the answers coming in. And I see Mark uh, being what I expect with his comment, but Zach uh, first tell everybody about farm bureau health plans. Yeah. FBHP.com is where you need to go to change your health plan. I changed mine and man, am I glad that I did. I save 20% every single month. It comes right out of, of my account, but not as much money comes out of my account as it previously did last year. Plus I've utilized their services. Farm Bureau health plans helped me when I was sick, when I had the flu a few weeks ago. And when I did, I had a free Teladoc conference no charge. I didn't have to give my credit card. All I had to do is sign up. I met with a, a doctor and she prescribed me some medicine that helped me get better. That was Farm Bureau Health Plans looking out for my health, you know? And like when you sign up, I'm 35 years old. I luckily, knock on wood, I haven't had a ton of health problems, but I do get sick just like everybody else does. And when we get sick, you want somebody to help you. Farm Bureau Health Plans was there to help me with their better coverage at a better rate, with better service. 200-plus locations across the state of Tennessee. Visit 
fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. Go online. You can give them a call. Tell them A to Z Sports sent you. Quick health assessment. Then they give you a quote. You sign up, and you're reaping the benefits of Farm Bureau Health Plans. Don't forget, download the BetMGM app. You can win big for this summer. Also, this football season, a big golf tournament coming up this weekend that you can make some money in. And also on our social media with BetMGM, we're posting Titans future bets that we like uh, each Wednesday. So look out for that on social media presented by BetMGM. You download the app, you use our code ATOZ Sports, and you get a risk free bet up to $1,000 after your first bet. Uh, with that, uh, for your first bet after your first deposit, that is BetMGM code ATOZ Sports for risk free bet up to $1,000. So, Zach, uh, go to the comment section to see what they're saying because the question is, and I'm intrigued by what people are going to say, how many running backs deserve to be in the same category as Derrick Henry? And then we'll release. Uh, what these rankings uh, told us about this. Mark Jones says no, none. So does Guy 0.0. Nate's burner says just Jonathan Taylor. I'm curious what Nate actually has to say. Uh, two from Steven, Aaron Jones and Jonathan Taylor coming in right there. Jarrell says when healthy, two. That's Jonathan Taylor and Christian McCaffrey. So that, that is a big if or when. Uh, and look, Chris McCaffrey showed that a few years ago, but he hasn't been the same back nope. uh, over the last couple of seasons. Scoop goes with Nick Chubb and not Jonathan Taylor in the same category as Derrick Henry. Uh, Stefan says, none. I think Derrick Henry stands alone. Taylor is two. JT and Chubb from NAV454. Taylor and Cook, and that's it from Titans Kyle. Three from Derrick. Henry, Chubb, Taylor, and... Well, Henry Chubb and Taylor right yeah. there uh, at Henry overall. So grim Jim 69 is going with none Dalvin cook. Our first Dalvin cook from Xavier. There was a, there was a Dalvin cook in there. I saw. Yeah. So, so well, so far uh, from what I've read, I haven't seen cook cook so far. I, look, I think Dalvin cook kind of goes unnoticed. Dalvin cook was superb and has been over the last couple of years. Also changing his number this year. Um, mm. What do you think, Austin? I mean, before we see the rankings, what is in your opinion? Let's be just like the yeah. the the chat. Let's play the same game. How many running backs are in the same ilk as King Henry? Deserve to be in the same category, right? Deserve to be there. It's only one more. I think it's only Jonathan Taylor. Because none of these other guys that can that are in this conversation have led the league in rushing. Dalvin Cook has had really good years and has had huge games, but he's been banged up a lot throughout the years. Nick Chubb, same thing. Nick Chubb split a lot of time with Kareem Hunt a couple of years ago, so he can't even be the, so, the lone back in his own backfield at times. So Nick Chubb and Dalvin Cook are eliminated because of that. Alvin Kamara, I don't think is is the same type of back. And he split shared a lot of time with Mark Ingram early on in his career. And the, now with the offense just being basically him, because Michael Thomas hadn't played in a while, I don't think Alvin Kamara fits there. And I'm a, I'm a Tennessee Vol, and I'm saying that about Kamara. It's just Jonathan Taylor and Derrick Henry. Those are the only two people that I could like actually argue for being the number one running back in the NFL. It's not... Chubb, it's not Cook, 
It's not Kamara. It's not anybody else. It's not Joe Mixon. Because those guys are, are really good, but they're not Derrick Henry level. And Jonathan Taylor is the only guy you could argue for that. Uh, I'm going to go with zero. I don't think Jonathan Taylor, I can't put Jonathan Taylor in there yet. He may earn that this year. But Austin, let's talk about what, jo- what Derrick Henry is. And then let's talk about what Jonathan Taylor is. Derrick Henry is a 2,000-yard rusher through 16 games. Not 17, not 18, not 19, but 16 games. So if you do the math, really, let's let's do this. Jonathan Taylor rushed for 1,811 yards last year, right? right? Yeah. So that was through 17 games. Right. The average of that is a little over 100 yards – per game. So I'm going to take a hundred yards away. He's really a 1700 yard rusher. That means that Derrick Henry is 300 plus yards better than Jonathan Taylor in a 16 game season. That was his last season. If you averaged what Derrick Henry was going to do in 16 games, he would be better than Jonathan Taylor last year. Nobody is in the same category as Derrick Henry. There's always going to be a number two But if you ain't first, you're last. And Derrick Henry, I think, solidifies that. He is the best running back. I am curious to see if he remains the best running back coming off of injury. You know, the locks are going to be flowing this year, it looks like. So he's going to have a different look if he continues with that. I just, I think Derrick Henry is in a category of his own at this point in his career. At the end of this season, Austin, I think you may have a point. But... It's not there yet. It's the same thing that we talked about yesterday. You're <laughs> premature. That's how I would describe this okay. week for you. Uh, premature. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I should have stayed on vacation a couple more days. Maybe, maybe that's what I needed. All right. So a couple comments that I wanted to read. Uh, you know, top tier says Zach is 100% correct. Uh, Marquis says yes, Zach, 100%. But again, like I think Derrick Henry's number one. Like, I'm not arguing that he's not number one. I just also do think Jonathan Taylor deserves credit for what he did last year and having 1,800-plus yards. I get the whole extra game thing, too. I'm not denying that. I'm not doubting Derrick Henry. I just do think Jonathan Taylor, in his second year in the league, went for over 1,800 yards, averaged over 100 yards per game, again, in his second year in the league. Somebody on your comment that said that Dalvin Cook has more yards than Jonathan Taylor. Well, yeah, that's nice for Dalvin Cook considering he's played five seasons and and Jonathan Taylor's played two. Like, obviously, that's how that is. Now, Ricochet Ray says Nick Chubb is the best pure runner. And you could argue that if you want to, but Nick Chubb can't stay healthy. Nick Chubb, Jonathan Taylor, and Derrick Henry are the only guys who could average over 100 yards rushing a game but Nick Chubb doesn't have the volume because he can't play the entire season without getting banged up and missing some time. So that's where Nick Chubb is left out of. And that's been Nick Chubb's problem since he was in college. Yeah, and I was at the game where he destroyed his knee in Neyland Stadium, and that was disgusting to watch replays of that. They had to show replays of that to spot where the ball went out of bounds on a review, and it was awful. And I feel bad for Nick Chubb for that because I think he's a good guy and works hard and all that stuff, but he can't stay healthy, so you dock him for that. Dalvin Cook can't stay healthy, so you dock him for that too. And Dalvin Cook had under a hundred, under 1,200 yards and just six touchdowns last year. 
Now, the year before, he had 1,500-plus and 16 touchdowns, plus he had 44 catches, and he's had a lot of nice receiving numbers over the last couple of years. But again, he cannot stay healthy, and he's been significantly behind Derrick Henry. So again, I, I, I think Jonathan Taylor deserves credit for going for 1,800-plus and 18 touchdowns in his second year in the league. I give him credit for that because even Derrick Henry's second year in his in the league, he was like 800 or so yards after he took over for DeMarco Murray. Dalvin Cook's second year in the league, he had 615 yards. Nick Chubb's second year in the league, he actually exploded for almost 1,500. Well, that's his career high. Derrick Henry's second year in the league was Mike Malarkey's fault. I mean, no, we all again, know that. It was but again, Mike I'm just saying... But Jonathan Taylor was also ready. Derrick Henry still wasn't ready his second year in the league. No, the Colts were ready for, for no, no, that's wrong. The Colts were ready for, for Jonathan Taylor. The Titans were just not ready for Zach, the Tennessee I, Titans. Again, These, that's straight facts. Zach, it's also true to say that Derrick Henry was not ready to be the starter his second year. It's also true that they stuck with DeMarco Murray too long in that same season. Right? Like you can, both of those things are true. Well, Derrick Henry year. becomes more ready if he gets more carries earlier in his second season. But they had that's to the Tennessee take, Titans' fault. But again, I mean, Zach, is, no, let, let's, let's just remember, let's remember history. You said we've got history buffs needed uh, for our, our, our sports trivia segment coming up. Derrick Henry was not ready to protect the passer in 2017. So they had to have DeMarco Murray in there because Derrick Henry had that hole in his game. He has gotten much better in that aspect, but he's still not there yet. DeMarco Murray was doing exactly what we're going to be talking about in the second segment, and he was falling off a cliff. Yes, and that both <laughs> things happened simultaneously, and that's why the Titans struggled some in that 2017 year. They actually, uh, is that the year they made the playoffs? It is. They still made the playoffs, and then Derrick Henry in that playoff game against the Chiefs in the comeback, made some big-time plays. But again, he was slower to get ready in his second year. That's my point. So let's see what the NFL coaches, players, and execs think. Because I think this is why we're asking this question. And surprise, surprise, how many of them ranked yeah. at least uh, how many running backs are number one? Look yeah. at highest ranking. Yeah. And, and this is where I think there's obviously bias involved whenever you pull people in the league, because if you pull an executive who drafted Alvin Kamara, then he's probably going to put his guy number one. If you pull an executive who drafted Dalvin cook or something like, or who coaches Dalvin cook, or if, if he's a Vikings player, he might put Dalvin Cook number one, where he doesn't deserve. But I, I think it's ridiculous that Nick Chubb, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, and Joe Mixon all had at least one first place vote. That you is know, insane to me. You know what this is? This is uh, the confidence meter. And I'll give you an example. Yesterday, hilarious, hilarious that ESPN got got by ball sack sports. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> but what John Moran and, and Skip Bayless got got to. Well, that guy's a loser. But uh, for for John Morant, what he actually said in the Bleacher Report interview is, you know, he's so confident in his skills. He believes that he could beat Michael Jordan and he wanted that 
you know, like that, that was just him believing in himself. He basically said, nobody is going to believe more in 12 than 12, right? This is the case of that because, you know, you have Baker Mayfield voting for Nick Chubb. You, you have Kirk Cousins or Justin Jefferson voting for Dalvin Cook. Yep. You've got, you know, Cameron Jordan voting for Alvin Kamara because they see these guys day in and day out, their friends, their teammates, and they believe in their guys. So that I think is the justification. I don't think it's right, but I think that's the justification that we see one, two, three, four, five, six guys have first <laughs> place highest ranking votes as the best running back in the league. Yeah. Tell Kyle. me Joe cool. Yeah. Joe cool voted Joe Mixon because he has that swag to say, my guy, Joe is the best running back in the league. And uh, Titans Kyle says also, if you're in the same division and see them two times a year, you have bias, right? Like maybe the lions defense is like, yeah, Dalvin Cook's numbers against us are really good. So let's let's rank him higher to make us look less bad or something along the lines of that. So I just think it's ridiculous uh, that six running backs got at least one first place vote. That's, you know, I think it's Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor are the only two people that I would be like, okay, yeah, first place vote for Jonathan Taylor. I see it. Had a damn good year last year in year two, carried his team. They missed the playoffs because Carson Wentz is a bum, but that makes sense. And maybe you pair that with Derrick Henry coming off an injury, and maybe I, I understand the logic there. I don't agree with any logic that has Taylor above Derrick Henry, but I at least understand it. Yeah, and looking at the other, like, the, the rankings, Nick Chubb and Dalvin Cook are close. Alvin Kamara lost Drew Brees, so he fell down, right? Because Drew Brees made... Alvin Kamara that much better. He was already incredible. Joe Mixon is Joe Mixon, and he got more of the spotlight, but Jamar Chase kind of stole that away with Joe Burrow. And then Christian McCaffrey, who I think we all thought at one singular point, this guy was going to be that guy, and then injuries derailed his career of the last couple of years. I mean, yeah. it's just he's injury-ridden. Well, and the crazy thing is Christian McCaffrey has only played in 10 of the Panthers' last 33 games, but he's still seventh. Isn't that wild? I think it's because he is the singularly best player like Derrick Henry is to the Titans. Christian McCaffrey is that to the Panthers. Because since Cam Newton left, they haven't had anybody. Well, and, then, and, then, and then when Cam Newton came back. <laughs> and then they hadn't had anybody because Christian McCaffrey was unavailable. And Matt Rule hasn't come in and done I, Baylor things. I, I haven't heard this. I have not. Mark Jones just made me laugh probably for the first time in Mark Jones's history watching this show. But I have not heard before of Christian McCaffrey. strain. <laughs> that, that's so good. That I... I hope I kind of hope that's Mark Jones' original joke, but I, I highly doubt that it is because it's too good. He has, yeah, he does have some muscular issues. He's muscular, but he has strains, you know, yeah, soft hamstrings, yeah. calves. I mean, <laughs> Christian McCaff strain. Okay, so let's take this to the next level, right? Because the next conversation we wanted to have was about guys like Christian McCaffrey and another guy who wasn't even on the top ten list who has fallen off the face of the earth. If Derrick Henry has the world up against him, like we're talking about, then who has fallen off the face of the earth, kind of like Christian McCaffrey and also uh, like Saquon Barkley, right? And maybe this uh, could be Derrick Henry moving forward. But and first, Ezekiel Elliott, I think, is another yeah, guy. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. So the next question 
Who will be the next NFL running back to drop off the face of the earth like Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley have? Uh, but first, let me tell you guys all about our friends at the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org. Whenever you get hurt in life, maybe you've got a calf strain too, uh, you can go there. They can help you rehab it, give you the right tools and techniques to get back to health from whatever injury you might have. It's so easy to book appointment uh, for their Franklin uh, location. They also have satellite campuses and locations in Brentwood, Nolensville, and in Thompson Station. You just go to boneandjointtn.org. You click book an appointment. You type in what injury, what part of the body is bothering you, and it sorts through the experts in those type of injuries. You book it on the calendar. Super easy. I did it last month. You can too. Boneandjointtn.org. A to Z Sports. We are powered by BetMGM. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports. That's ATOZ Sports right there at the bottom of your screen. They are hooking you up with unbelievable deals. They're the title sponsor here on A to Z Sports. Risk free bet up to $1,000 from BetMGM. If you use that promo code, they're the king of the sports book. Download the app today. Get in on the action. We got futures. Football is right around the corner. That's BetMGM. Promo code A-T-O-Z-S-P-O-R-T, all one word, uh, S-P-O-R-T-S, so sports, right there, and you'll get hooked up with a risk-free bet up to $1,000. All right, so the next conversation with Derrick Henry uh, being number one in this conversation, the next thing we want to talk about is which NFL running back is next to fall off the face of the earth like Christian McCaffrey and like Saquon Barkley because – Last year, McCaffrey was fifth in this ranking. Um, year before that, he was a lot higher, I think up to two, where now he has dropped down to seventh. And the crazy thing about Saquon Barkley, Zach, is going into the 2020 season, Saquon Barkley was number one just two years ago. Now, uh, Saqu- New York bias. <laughs> yeah, but now, but he, he had a good, he had a really good year, right? Yeah, he did. In 2019. But going into 2020, he was number one. Now he is the third honorable mention. So down to 13th, which is insane. Zeke Elliott, 12th, outside the top 10 for Zeke, right? Uh, Then you've got Josh Jacobs of the Raiders, who has dropped out of the top 10 and also out of the honorable mentions. Josh Jacobs is just listed as also receiving votes. So who is the next guy to drop off the face of the earth? And Nate brings up Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley, that happened kind of right before Christian McCaffrey and right before Saquon Barkley fell off too. Yeah. So there's there's really good examples of this happening. Well, this is the running back. This yes. is the new age running back. That's why I don't value running backs anymore because once they fall off the face of the earth, you have nothing for to show for them. you got to look and go find somebody else. And if you hit your wagon, now the good thing is the Titans have hitched their wagon to a guy like Derrick Henry who has been very stable. I know the injury last year, but he has been very stable for, his, for the football team. So if you look at this list, who's going to fall off the face of this earth? I don't think I don't think that it is Derrick Henry. I, I like fall off is from one to out, right? Zeke and Josh Jacobs and Saquon. I mean, that those are the examples that we're 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 kind of going for. I mean, honestly, the guy who's most likely, in my opinion, is Christian McCaffrey. Because if like, he has one more bad year, Austin, he's done. He's done. Yeah. So I'm hedging my bet, and my answer is Christian McCaffrey. 
he doesn't have room for error. Some of these guys still have room for error, right? If Nick Chubb or Dalvin Cook has a, a, not a great year, they're not going to be probably boasted out of the 10 and maybe 10, 9, or 8. But if Christian McCaffrey, he is free-falling over the last couple of seasons. So I think McCaffrey, especially because, you know, they got Baker, they've got my guy Matt Corral, they've got Matt Rule at, at head coach. He's unproven. I don't think that this is going to happen, but that's probably the most likely to happen. Yeah. So there's some really good examples of other guys who have also fallen out off uh, like uh, Melvin Gordon, Leonard Fournette, Le'Veon Bell have been mentioned from guys and that from people in the chat there too. And there's somebody else that I think is interesting too, because I, I kind of went into this with McCaffrey, not an option and which I think is tough. Why? Because in the question, he's he's included in the question. Well, he hasn't fallen off the map. He's uh, still in the top 10. Yeah, Hell, he's top him, seven. But he's only played in 10 games the last two years. He's still ranked, right? I mean, I know. So I, I get, but I get what you're saying there. But I, I kind of went a, a different thought process. Some people are bringing up Aaron Jones. So... Aaron Jones is interesting because uh, I think Lane is who said it. It's going to be the AJ Dillon show that they have already drafted, you know, AJ Dillon, which is like, I forget what his nickname is, but he's like, Oh, quadzilla. The guy's got insane quads and they call him quadzilla. He's like a a better in shape. Lindell white. He's like a skinny waist, Eddie Lacey. (laughs) These are good comps. (laughs) Yes. uh, But he's also really freaking crazy and big and strong and, he, he runs like he runs like Super Mario when you get the the coin that makes you invincible. That's how AJ Dillon runs. So I think that makes sense for Aaron Jones because Aaron Jones uh, is 27 years old. Last year he was eighth. This year he's ninth. And you're seeing a younger guy drafted to already replace him. So Aaron Jones is is there. But I like Aaron Jones a lot. Like back in the day when I played fantasy football, which has been, I think, three years ago now, Aaron Jones was somebody I liked a lot because of his ability to catch touchdowns and a lot of passes and production from Aaron Rodgers out of the backfield. But um, I think Aaron Jones is a good candidate for this. Here's one to watch, and it's just because of the situation, and that's number three, Nick Chubb. Yeah. The surrounding pieces of what the Cleveland Browns are is such a mystery. Is Deshaun Watson going to play? Is he going to be suspended? Is he going to start week one? Or is he going to start week 10? Are they going to have to use Nick Chubb so much that he wears out because he's used to wearing out? Or is Deshaun Watson going to be so good that him and Amari Cooper and, you know, Joku go and, and they become a passing offense that they couldn't become under Baker Mayfield just because of the talent? Like, there's so, that I think is my probably, if you have to take Christian McCaffrey away from me because he's a part of the question which you brought up, which is fair, I think i probably go with Nick Chubb because of the mystery behind the Cleveland Browns. It's interesting. He, he is he, Nick Chubb has now played four years in the league. He has 908 carries. So he's never, he had his big, his most uh, highly weighted year was his second year. He had 298 carries for just under 1,500 yards. 
So he has not had that crazy volume year like Derrick Henry has. Uh, Ricochet look, Ray said, "Yeah, Ricochet Ray says he still says it's Derrick Henry." Well, look, when you're number one, you're at the top of the mountain. You have the biggest opportunity to fall, right? Only one way to go. And so I, I, I understand Ricochet Ray's mindset, and Derrick Henry still has a lot to prove. That crown is still his. Uh, you know, injury doesn't take that away. He's not Drew Bledsoe and Tom Brady, right? But if you follow up injury with poor performance or not being the guy that you, we all know that you can be, mm-hmm. that's when you're right. The only way is down. A couple of weeks ago, Zach, when you were in Dallas, uh, Jack and I had a conversation about Derek Henry, Jonathan Taylor, <clears throat> where BetMGM had those two guys with the same odds to be the leading rusher this year. I think at the time it was plus 600 for both. Now I believe it's plus 500 for both to lead the league. And Jack brought up something that I thought was interesting of a dark horse to lead the league in rushing this year. And it was at plus 2000 and it was for the guy that's eighth on that list. Najee Harris, who is going into his second year and the Steelers with Mitch Trubisky or Kenny Paws Pickett uh, and whatever they want to do offensively might be giving Najee Harris a lot of options. So Najee Harris, I think, has opportunity to become the biggest climber out of this oh, group. For, for sure. sure. Because what, what are those two quarterbacks probably going to do when they get in trouble? Dump it down. <laughs> He's going to be a combination back. Najee Harris going to have a ton of rushing yards. And a ton of, that's a good, I I bet you, and I haven't seen the fan, because I haven't been in a fantasy draft room this year yet. I bet you Najee Harris is a top five. I, look, I don't know. Hopefully nobody in my league is is listening to this. He may be my first pick. If I don't have no, one or two, and I have that, that three, four, or five, I probably will pick Najee Harris. I have no idea if this stat, is correct, but it sounds good from Nav says 87% of elite running back seasons have occurred prior to age 29. (laughs) Like that just could be something that pulled out of his rear end, but it sounds really good. So props to you Nav uh, for that random stat there. All right. It is these sports here live on uh, this Tuesday. Anything else for, from you to add on the running back conversation, Zach? No, we didn't talk about Javante Williams and what Russell Wilson can do with him. Right. And Joe Mixon after the season that, you know, the Bengals had. The Bengals, man, I am very intrigued about the Bengals. Are they going to stay or are they going to fall? I kind of feel like they're going to stay. They are built. They had so many bad years that they now were built responsibly. And so Joe Mixon is a big part of that, that, kind of goes unseen because of Burrow and and Jamar Chase. Yeah, when they um, you know retooled the offensive line because they had money to do it. They had cap space. Yeah, they um, drafted all their guys. You know? Yeah, yeah. And and you know, they've got young guys who are playing at a high level like Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow uh and some other T. Higgins and and a lot of others. Here, quick, quick Bengals trivia. When I say Bengals linebacker, who's the first guy that you think of? Uh Takeo Spikes. 
Oh, I was doing Vontez perfect. Oh, <laughs> screw Vontez perfect. <laughs> no, I agree with that last comment. I just that's who I think of. <laughs> He made he 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 made a name for himself in the worst way. Yeah. All right. A to Z Sports here live on this Tuesday. Time now for Tuesday sports trivia. Uh, but Zach, first tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. They've got inventory and cars for you to look at, cars for you to test drive. Quick trip down I-40 exit 236. Wilson County Hyundai. Palisade. Brand new SUV, third row seating, all the bells and whistles, and fuel efficiency. That could be your perfect make and model. Maybe it is the four-door Hyundai Sonata. Oh, man, I love the Sonata. You got a you got a moonroof. You got fuel efficiency. Like I said, it is, uh, I mean, it's a fantastic car. Or maybe it's the Ionic, which is battery powered. You know, it's fuel efficient because it doesn't need any fuel. It's not going to take any fuel. The Ionic, they can order one for you today. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Don't forget, download the BetMGM app. I talked earlier about the odds for Henry and Taylor to lead the NFL in rushing. Also, Najee Harris could be an option there, too. You can download the BetMGM app. Use our code ATOZ Sports. You get a risk-free bet up to $1,000 with your first bet after your first deposit. It's a great way to jumpstart your BetMGM life. With our code ATOZ Sports, pretty easy right there. So jump on board today. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 or old, it's the only new customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued to acknowledge double free bets for site credit. Free bets expire seven days. For problem game sport, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. In Tuesday's sports trivia, every Tuesday, we do sports trivia, 10 questions, seven sports, three non-sports, presented by BrentwoodImprint.com. It's pretty simple, guys. You need some type of gear for your company, for your brand. If you're doing a fantasy football league and you want to have shirts or something like that, you can do that too. Whatever you can think of, Brentwood Imprint has it for you. It can be clothing, but also can be office supplies, other gears, services, other types of mugs, uh, coolers, whatever you guys need. Locally owned and operated, check out BrentwoodImprint.com. Because if you want to f- create a relationship with somebody where you need more and more product, uh, they can enhance your brand and go local. Elevate your bris- business at BrentwoodImprint.com. Zach, we are starting from scratch. Uh, and just like it's easy to use BrentwoodImprint.com, trivia rules are easy. No Googling. That's that's literally it. zero Googling uh, there. So 10 questions, seven sports, three non-sports. We're starting at 0-0 this week. Goal is 73 out of 100. We sticking with that goal? Yes. Last time we came too short. So at 71. Too Jack too and I short. tried. Jack and I tried. We had to get nine and one the last week, and we went seven and three. So um it was tough. That is tough. Um, well, let's not put us ourselves in that position. Yeah, uh, yeah. Start can. hot. Yeah, good start, finish strong. All right, which of the following players is not among the NBA's top five regular season scoring leaders of all time? So which is not among the NBA's top five regular season scoring leaders of all time? Oscar Robinson, Michael Jordan, Moses Malone, or Wilt Chamberlain? Okay, you have to read that again because that was a very wordy uh, question. 
Who is not a part of the top five regular season scoring leaders of all time? Oscar Robertson, Michael Jordan, Moses Malone, or Wilt Chamberlain? I want to say, I mean, Jordan is. I want to say Wilt Chamberlain is. I don't know if Moses Malone is. So I'm down to Oscar Robertson or Moses Malone. So Oscar Robinson was more of an assist guy than I think the others were. Well, he was a triple-double machine, right? right? Which means usually when you're a triple-double machine, your points are lower because you're doing so many other things. So uh, this is tough. I'm I'm between Oscar Robertson and, and Moses Malone, so... I think, but Moses Malone played for a long time. So we're trying to say who is not in this. Yes, who is not in the top five all-time regular season scoring leaders? I think it's I think it's Oscar is not. Okay, you want to final eight is he? Oh, it's it's locked. Oscar Robertson is the correct answer. Yeah. <laughs> All right, want to know? Next question. We'll go to the NFL and old Pat Summerall, the late Pat Summerall, is perhaps known for uh, known for his career spent presenting television coverage, but he spent ten years as a professional player becoming one of the first to be recognized as a pure place kicker. He was a kicker. Which team selected Pat Summerall in the 1952 NFL draft? Oh, God, no Was clue. it the – so I thought he played for the – I mean, Roy just guessed kicker before you were done with, with uh, the actual question. <laughs> so maybe Roy knows who Pat Summerall played for. Well, drafted by. Well, Scott says Giants and so does David. Because he played for the Giants, but he wasn't drafted by the Giants because the multiple choice selections are the 49ers, the Browns, the Lions, or the Los Angeles Rams. So he did play for the New York Giants. I know that that for a fact. But that was what made this difficult. 49ers, Browns, Lions, or Rams? Because the question is, which team selected him We're getting in the Lions. 1950s? We're getting Lions in, uh, a lot. Okay, that's good. <laughs> yeah, Scott says, I will say Lions. We're getting Lions there. Billy says Rams, though. Mark says, uh, Mark says Lions. TJ says Lions. Titans Kyle says Lions. I think we have to go Lions here. You want to lock it in? Final A to Z, Lions. The correct answer is the Detroit Lions. Sweet. He actually went to the University of Arkansas. I mean, a lot of people going to the University of Arkansas back in the day, like Jerry Jones and Jimmy Johnson and Pat Summerall. Um, all right, 2-0. Next question. We go back to the National Basketball Association. Who was picked 13th overall in the 1996 NBA draft? Kobe Bryant, Ray Allen, Samaki Walker, or Vitali Potapakinko? Uh, Pota 
So before you read the options, I first thought Ray Allen. And then when you read Ray Allen, I was like, oh, Jarrell says Kobe. When was Kobe was drafted? In the 96 draft by Charlotte. Correct. He was 13th, wasn't he? Yeah. And Dean says that was the Kobe pick. That's got to be the Kobe pick. Yeah. So Kobe. It's, yeah, it's not Ray Allen. Ray Allen was higher because he was out of UConn. Yeah. I think I think Kobe. I think it's Kobe. You want to lock that in? Final A to Z. Lock it in. Everybody's going with Kobe. Kobe. The mm. Charlotte Hornets stole Bryant with the 13th overall pick, and then they trade him away. Oh, oh God. That's going to Bummer. Pull All right. 3 0. All right. Uh, back to the NFL. Let's see here. Um, ooh, I guess I guess this is a kicking type uh, exercise. During the 1980s, a brief fad entered professional football of place kickers who elected to kick the ball with a bare foot. Mm-hmm. The first of those barefoot kickers to enter the ranks of the NFL was Tony Franklin. Which team did he join after the 1979 NFL draft? So Tony Franklin, barefoot kicker, was he drafted by the New York Jets, the Washington Redskins, the Philadelphia Eagles, or the Buffalo Bills? David said Eagles before you even finished it. So did Scott. I knew Scott and David would be in on this one early. Nick says Eagles. So I I guess we go Eagles. And I agree with Ethan. What a dumb trend. What a dumb trend. You're going to lock that in? Final A to Z, Philadelphia Eagles. Tony Franklin began kicking. Uh, this is how it began. began. Began kicking without a shoe in high school before removing the sock during his time playing for Texas A&M. In 1979, he was drafted by the Philadelphia Eagles, becoming Born the up. first play- place kicker. To kick barefoot in the NFL. That 4-0? 4-0. Who averaged the most minutes per game in the 1993-1994 regular season? Shaquille O'Neal, Scottie Pippen, Akeem Olajuwon, or Latrell Sprewell? This is a great question. It is a great question. Uh, it could be... I, I don't think it's Sprewell. I want to say it's Akeem. That, my first gut when I saw this was... Elijah one. Well, let's think about it. 93, 94. That was the that's, championship year of the Houston Rockets. That's the first baseball year too for Jordan. So maybe Pippen had to bring up a lot of minutes. Ooh, that's also a good thought process. We, I think we have literally every option that has been guessed. Shaq, Pippen, Elijah one or Sprewell. I, I think it's Pippen. Because he had to. Hakeem was playing a lot of minutes, though. So, I mean, so was Shaq. What do you want? You want to lock in Pippen? I think think we, Jarrell is our NBA guy, and and he says that was Pippen. So I'm going to go with, I think it's, uh, and Sean says big guys need breaks. It's tough for, you know, as, as great as in shape as Shaq was back in those times, I, I still think big guys need breaks. 
You want to lock it in? Yeah, let's go. Scotty, final A to Z. Big guys do need breaks. But not Hakeem. But not Scotty Pippen, not Hakeem, and not Shaq. Latrell Sprewell averaged close to 38 minutes per game with the Golden State Warriors. Oh, with the Warriors, Sprewell. Good Lord. Four and one. Damn it. How tall is Magic Johnson? <laughs> six eight. Six five, six two, six nine, or six seven. So six, you're nine. wrong. <laughs> six nine. Six nine then. How tall is Magic Johnson? Six five, six two, six nine, six seven. So it's not six two. It's six nine. It's either six nine or six seven. It's six nine. I'm very. You said it was Scotty last time, and you. I feel good about this. This is six nine. Scott says six seven. Everybody else says six nine. What do you want to? You want to lock in six nine? Six nine. Final A to Z. Got to get back on the right track. Magic Johnson is six foot nine inches tall. There you go. Five and one. Five and one. Wonder if he's still six nine, or if he started shrinking. In 1998, and this like this is a storyline. We just got to kind of go back to this. Okay. The 1998 World Cup was the first time Croatia was able to compete as an independent country. How far did Croatia make it in this tournament? Third place, quarterfinals, semifinals, or round of 16? I remember Croatia being a story because they advanced further because it was obviously a storyline of them making a run. So they got out of group play. Uh, yeah. They had to have gotten out of group play. So what are the options again? Round of 16 semifinals, quarterfinals or third place. Now, uh, Dean says, I thought they made a run. Dean or Dean go. Dean says they won the third place game. Brent says third place. Ian says France won it. Dean says they beat England before that. I think it's third place. No. Because I can remember, like, this is weird. And how old was I? I mean, I was 11. Well, no, I was, yeah, 11. You probably I want to say your, third place. Yeah, I think it's third. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember. I was eight. I'm locking so. in. I'm going to lock that in. All right. Third place. Go. Let's see. Uh, Croatia's luck came to an end against host France in the semifinals game. France went on to become champions. Croatia didn't leave empty-handed because they ultimately defeated the Netherlands 2-1 to one for third place. Dean, man. All, Dean is the uh, Dean War 1998 World Cup expert. <laughs> Man, all right, six and you one. You got to keep an eye on Dean to make sure he's not Googling, though. Yeah, he was he, on top of that pretty quick. I mean, that's I, fair, I think, that's fair. Yeah. Hey, you just you get too good, people start to doubt you, right? For sure. All right, so that's our seven sports questions. We went six and one. Yes. Now we need the historians, right? Uh, yeah, historians, where are you at? Which of the following wars claimed the lives of the most U.S. soldiers? World War One. The Civil War, World War II, or the Revolutionary War? 
These are three war questions. So, you know, we need, we need all hands on deck. Well, we've got David. We might only need David. Which of the following wars claim the lives of the most U.S. soldiers? World War One, the Civil War, World War Two, or the yeah. Revolutionary War? And, and I think uh, David says Civil War. Lucas says Civil War. Lock it in. So does Roy. So does Brent. I mean, because it's that's all that was involved, right? But I, but I, I, I also because like, tight up Ohio says World War One. Um, no, they was the, that was the most death in any war. Yeah, the U.S. wasn't involved long enough. Like, they came right. later, just like World War II. I think it's the Civil War. I think the chat is correct. Yeah, I, and Lucas says civil. He's from Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Follow this man. Yeah, all right. So, And then David's the history teacher. So let's go with uh, Civil uh, Civil War, Final Fantasy. Okay, let's see. This is unique because until the Vietnam War... The number of U.S. soldiers killed in the Civil War was approximately 620,000 casualties surpassed by all other wars. I mean, that's 620,000 people. Wait, so we were correct? Huh? So we, we were, were correct. Okay. The Civil War. Seven and one. We, oh, okay. So this is, uh, this is interesting. The conflict was known as the war to end all wars. What was this war? The war to end all wars. What was this war? Was it World War One, World War Two, the Trojan War, or the Peloponnesian War? It didn't war work. It didn't work. Huh? It didn't work. It did not end all wars. <laughs> no, 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 it didn't. We're getting World War Two. David makes, does say World War One. Again, it David, was the first World War. And Nate says they say that about every war. Um, <laughs> Bobby says World War One. Roy says World War One. So does TJ. Derek says one. Uh, Orlando says Peloponnesian, and, and Titans Kyle says one. So I think we have to go World War One. You want to lock that in? Final A to Z. This was known as the world, the war to end all wars. It has also at various times been referred to the first world war, the great war and the war of the nations lasted from 1914 to 1918. Nine and one or eight and one. Can we get to nine and one? This is huge. All right. The last execution in the tower of London took place during what war the napoleonic war war world war ii world war one or the war of the roses the last execution in the tower of london took place during what war i don't think it's in either the world wars so it's the napoleonic or the war of the roses Ooh. Do we have any British scholars? Nate says not War of the Roses. Okay. I don't know what that is. Full disclosure. Eric's still stuck on Scotty Pippen. 
Um, <laughs> it was Sprewell. This is a big question. Yeah, eight, eight and two and nine and one are very big difference. Ian, who lives in Scotland, says the Napoleon feels right. Yeah, where's da- Derek? Ah, David. War Rose is way too far back. Don't pick that. You want to go with did the they Napoleon? have like did they have like executions in World War II? Uh, the Nazis. <laughs> no, but like I meant I meant like execution style. It was more it was a lot more there is execution style. <laughs> I know that's not what you meant. Yeah, but I, I, yeah. I mean that I meant but like those are those are execution. execution in a London tower, right? Like that's very like old school war. That's yeah, not, it's it is you specific. Know what I'm saying? I, I I Napoleonic could it be the Napoleonic? It's either Napoleonic or World War II. Look, Justin is okay, he's gotten all caps and he's gotten a lot of exclamation points. Should we go with Justin? Let's go, let's go with Justin. Justin, this is on you. You're going to lock that in? Final A to Z going with Justin there. The last execution in the Tower of London took place during World War II Mm. when Joseph Jacobs, a German soldier, so Joseph, I assume, was captured while parachuting into England. After a quick trial... He was convicted of espionage, brought to the tower, and executed by firing squad on August 14th, 1941. Wow. There you go. Hey, shout out to our guy. You get the love of the show right there. Justin. Justin gets the love of the show. Hey, how about nine and one? I think this was a big time team effort. Oh, I agree. I mean, you got some. I got some. The chat got a lot. Chat got a lot. David, history buff, right there when we needed him. Justin coming in the clutch. I saw Jill felt very good about World War II on that last one, too. I like this start. This is what we needed. Yeah, that was big. And Titans Kyle has to give an assist to the wife. I have to tell my wife all her history channel watching helped him out. There you go. Nice. Okay, all right. There we go. Sweet nine and one start. All right, Brimwood Imprint Sports Trivia. We're gonna get to 73 out of 100. I I like where we're at here. Great work by everybody today. It's a great way to wrap up a Tuesday show. Hope everybody has a great rest of your Tuesday. Don't forget A to Z Sports Primetime later on uh this evening with Buck Rising. I'm sure he'll react to some of the, the NFL rankings. He talked about Ryan Tannehill, where he ranked uh last night. So Derek Henry, the number one running back. Don't forget. Subscribe to our YouTube channel for more content. Definitely do this. A lot of great YouTube content coming up with training camp just about two and a half weeks away. So we'll check you guys later. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. Appreciate it as always. Adios.